Welcome to the Learning Exchange, where L&D and HR professionals can dig deep into the ever-changing landscape of online learning and talent development. Each episode, we'll explore innovations in learning and discuss best practices with special guests from inside and outside the learning world. L&D is evolving, and the Learning Exchange is here to help you keep pace. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Learning Exchange. On this week's episode, I want to talk about culture. What is organizational culture? It can be a little bit hard to define, uh, right? Like generally, we know the components of culture and we know the ways that it manifests, uh, but it can often be really difficult to articulate exactly what it is. At its core, really oversimplifying it, culture is the way that we behave with one another. It's how we interact, it's how we communicate, it's how we celebrate, how we fight, how we learn, how we grow. It's how we exist in our organizations. And it shapes how employees and the public view our company. I think, you know, oftentimes we're asked uh, this question about culture and get into a lot of conversations and it's really difficult for people to articulate And when you dig in deeper, what we find is that people sometimes think of culture as this static thing. It's not. It changes every minute of every day. Sometimes the changes are really subtle and you don't notice them as much and like a couple of subtle changes over time and you start to notice. Other times it's really big changes and those you definitely notice. But culture changes every time a new employee comes into the organization and every time an employee leaves the organization. Think about that for a minute. Like the group is no longer the same. If you've had an opportunity to interact, let's say with three friends and you've got these three friends that you hang out with all the time. When you add a fourth person to the mix, the dynamic changes. It may not change permanently, but it changes and it takes a minute for that new group to really orient to what the new dynamic is. Each time somebody transfers to another department, anytime somebody gets promoted or demoted, anytime there's a change with an employee, anytime you have a new service, a new process, a new product, the culture changes. And I really wanted to talk about this today because it matters to us. It matters to learning and development. It matters to the employee population. There is so much power in understanding what your individual company culture is. You can leverage that information to really drive maximum impact throughout every initiative, but also it really serves as a guide. How do I know what will and won't fly at my company? I want to go rip out some technology, replace technology. I want to introduce something new. Oftentimes, we, we struggle with the how. We, we go build the new thing, we go select the new thing, and then we start pushing it through. And, and we find ourselves either met with resistance, we find ourselves not having the same journey that we thought. Maybe it's not as easy or as successful on the back end. And a lot of that can be uncovered really, really by just digging into understanding your company culture. When you understand culture and you take it into consideration, it drives a ton of things. 
I think we all might be familiar with uh, we'll call the so-called landmines. Um, many of us find friends that have been in the company for a long time and we say, hey, can you tell me what to avoid? Well, they know this because they have some basic innate understanding of company culture. They're using some information that they have collected over time to help you better understand what to do, what not to do, what's going to be received well, what might get pushed back, and ultimately how to how to really just move forward in a way that is in harmony with the with the company. You can use the information you uncover when you start talking about culture to really maybe task people to think about how they contribute, how do they fit, how is their department contributing to the culture. Uh, I've worked at a lot of companies that have had a culture club or some other name for it, culture crew. Um, But essentially what I'm talking about is a group of employees that are tasked with finding ways to help express and energize the culture of our company. This group really focuses on finding ways to help people feel good, help them feel engaged, specifically about the workplace. And so there's a lot of, uh, like these culture teams tend to to be associated with fun activities, uh, right? Like we might have a culture day, we might have some monthly or quarterly program where we're helping people to understand more, whether it's more about each other, whether it's more about the business, whether it's more about the world, Uh, But we're doing this in service of trying to drive engagement into a place that is positive and making sure that our employees really value their experience. A lot of times these groups will include people from HR and learning, uh, and not surprising when you think about the fact that our our jobs, both in learning and HR, are really about the people. Uh, Our frontline managers, our executive leaders, our other business unit leaders are really focused on driving the business that they're responsible for. So they're responsible for like the IT business or responsible for the segment of finance or for operations. And that is really a blend of people and process. But when we think about learning and HR, I mean, it's in the name human resources. So it's, it's really about the people in our world. And as L&D and HR, we're often the face of the company to our employees. So it's really important that we understand the role that we can play and that we take it seriously, uh, that we are really willing to support upholding and extending company culture to all employees and all interactions, uh, demonstrating what it looks like to live the company values, being able to articulate and help other people understand how to connect to those concepts inside their own world. We, as L&D, are really in a unique position to uphold and enhance the culture because we do have the potential to interact with every single employee, uh, whether it is something like new hire orientation, whether it is the annual sexual harassment training or the annual uh, security awareness training or something more extensive and maybe more frequent, we have the ability to interact with every employee. And we have a a sense of kind of implied trust and respect. 
So that leads me to really ask you to think, how are you honoring your role as L&D in this regard to culture? Are you incorporating elements of culture into your learning activities, whether it's online or in person, whether it's synchronous or asynchronous? There really shouldn't be any reason why you're not incorporating elements of culture into all of the learning activities. We, we should be looking at the opportunity every time we get a chance to build learning or interact with employees, how do we reinforce the message and drive a stronger culture? We, you never know when you're going to get feedback from an employee, whether it is from your team, whether it's from another department, another division, even another country, if you're in a global organization, but you'll get feedback from employees all the time that shines a light on an opportunity. Sometimes it's a learning opportunity. Sometimes it is maybe indicative of a bigger issue or a bigger opportunity where we can address and impact culture in different ways. Employees will be very quick to vocalize their unhappiness, their disdain, and also their excitement for things when given the chance. Uh, they will definitely talk about these things with each other. Right, you're no shortage. I think we all have like three or four really, really close friends at work. And within that group, we're willing to talk about the good and the bad and the ugly. But oftentimes that stuff doesn't make its way out to the people who can do something about it. And you end up with this subculture that starts to chip away at the overarching culture. You end up with this pocket of disengagement uh, that can start to be very counterproductive. Uh, I've personally witnessed, I've lost track of the number of times where I've, I've received feedback or where other people in L&D at my company, whichever company I was working for at the time, have received feedback from employees. And usually it's in context of a training class. It's in context of some in-person or virtual experience where there's an opportunity for them to talk directly to me. And they'll tell me things about the training. They'll tell me, oh, I learned something new, or I'd be really great if you could have sped that piece up. I, I got kind of bored over here. But what also happens in those conversations is that I get so much more. And I get more partially just because of the implied trust that we have as L&D. I mean, think about what we do for the business. We are responsible for teaching people which puts us in a position to be viewed as the experts on whatever subject. We're experts in learning. And because of that, there can sometimes be this implied trust and that lets people feel a little bit more comfortable and they'll share a lot of stuff. Uh, they may share something about your training program and then start to go off on a tangent and you can start to uncover elements that could impact the culture in a positive or a negative way. But at the end of the day, they're telling you as the learning person, because your job is all about people. So, I mean, I know that we spend a lot of time trying to understand our learners so we can deliver the most meaningful interactions for them. And it, you know, in return, they feel it, they see it. And when we've done that, it drives up the engagement. It drives up that trust factor. It drives up their willingness to share things with us. The stuff they're going to share with us, some of it's going to be good. Some of it's going to be bad. But at the end of the day, it's all valuable because it gives us insights into the hearts and minds of the entire workforce. And at its core, that has the ability to completely transform culture. 
A, it can take the culture into a very bad place if we don't get a handle on it, if we don't have an open communication line where we can uncover that stuff and really start to triage and, and respond. Um, it can transform in magical ways. We, we can kind of all of a sudden see our culture elevate because people are connected and we're all aligned. I think in, uh, in closing, I think, you know, we can all help. We can all contribute to the power of our company culture by just looking for the opportunities to reinforce the values, the beliefs, and the standards that are important to our company. Sometimes we need to do it in a very specific pointed way, much more overt, uh, maybe a new hire training. We really go in and we articulate, these are our company values. This is the code we live by at work. This is what's important to us. This is our mission. This is our vision. These are our purpose um, for, for doing what we do. And other times, maybe it's much more covert, much more in the background. I think about you know, maybe looking at a management development program or even something like sexual harassment training, uh, right? Sometimes the training's not fun. Sometimes it's necessary, but it's still an opportunity where you have their ears, their eyes, and their mind and their heart open to whatever information is being communicated. So why not try and help wrap our values, our mission uh, our purpose into those things so that we can continue to communicate to people the importance of culture, the importance of upholding culture and the benefits. Um, if you've heard some recent uh, talks that I've given uh, in combination with others, or you've maybe even listened to a prior episode of the podcast, we've talked about networking. We've talked about building relationships and, you know, ultimately those things really are in support of just reinforcing culture. Let's make our workplaces the best it can possibly be. Let's do everything we can to really help our employees not just know the words that we put on paper, but understand how to bring those things to life, how to contribute, how to get involved. Um, every one of us has a voice and every one of our voices has the ability to impact our culture. And we, we should not take that lightly. I, I hope that each of you are, are finding ways to meaningfully contribute, but uh, if not, uh, take some, take some time and give some thought. How, how can you do some things quickly, really look at all the opportunities you have and figure out where you can start to introduce some of these things. Until next time, stay safe, be kind, and never stop learning.